Welcome back to Steph's Business Bookshelf and this week's episode about the book Cult Status by Tim Duggan. Keep listening to find out how you can build a business that people can't stop talking about. Welcome back. I'm your host, Steph Clark. And each week, as usual, I share with you the three big ideas from the best nonfiction books that I've been reading and do the reading so you don't have to. This week, it is the book Cult Status by Tim Duggan. Now, if that name sounds familiar, I did talk about his book Killer Thinking a couple of months ago now. I'll pop the link to that one in the show notes. I've done them in the wrong order. Sorry. Cult Status was Tim's first book. And Killer Thinking was the one that came out just earlier this year. So I did them in the wrong order. Mostly because I got a copy of Killer Thinking around the time it came out. So I gobbled that one up pretty quickly and then went back to read Cult Status. Now, a few people had said to me that if I liked Killer Killer Thinking, I was going to love Cult Status. And those people were correct. So if you're one of those people who told me that, drop me a note when I talked about Killer Thinking, then this is it. You are vindicated. You were absolutely correct. I did really enjoy Cult Status which I'll talk to you a little bit more about in a moment. Now, if you have forgotten who Tim is, I will tell you a little bit about Tim. I'll then tell you a little bit about the book and then we'll get into the three big ideas. Tim Duggan is an author, advisor and optimist who firmly believes in the power of business to do good. Tim has co-founded several digital media ventures, most notably Junkie Media, the leading digital publisher for young Australians, which was acquired by the ASX-listed U Media. His first book, Cult Status, How to Build a Business People Adore, was named the Best Entrepreneurship and Small Business Book at the 2021 Australian Business Book Awards. His second book on creativity in the workplace, Killer Thinking, How to Turn Good Ideas into Brilliant Ones, is out now. He's also the chairman of the Digital Publishers Alliance, a group representing over 100 titles from the leading independent publishers in the country, as well as working with a range of businesses that he's passionate about. And if you follow Tim on Instagram, you'll see that he is mostly spending his time hopping around Europe at the moment, making everyone jealous. He's had some stunning pictures and things up from Greece recently and the Greek islands. So if you're feeling a little bit kind of, you know, like you need a holiday and you're a little bit jealous of people doing that, don't don't follow Tim (laughs) would be my recommendation. But, you know, on the other hand, if you do like to see what interesting people are up to and his next kind of ventures and what he's planning and the third book that he's writing at the moment, then yeah, probably is worth giving him a follow. So a little bit about this book. Customers have changed and the businesses that form around them are principled, purposeful and creative. The next generation of entrepreneurs thinks differently and cult status will show how you can too. Enough has been written about the huge cult brands founded in the last century, Nike, Apple, Red Bull, etc. What will the cult companies of tomorrow look like though? Who is amassing the kind of passionate community that gives them the best chance of getting through difficult times to build long-term sustainable success? Now, that was taken from cultstatus.com and Tim's little blurb was taken from timduggan.com.au. I'll put links to both of those in the show notes if you want to check them out, find out more and see some of the resources and other links that might be useful if you are into these ideas. All right, let's get into the three big ideas from the book Cult Status by Tim Duggan. Big idea number one is refine and define the seven steps to cult status. So the book is structured around these seven steps largely, the seven steps to cult status. Step number one is to think impact first. And this is where you're going beyond your mission statement and thinking about what impact are you going to make? This takes a bit of time to work through and there's some really good prompts in the book on how to do that. But the first thing you need to know is what can you measure, what can you calibrate and what can you keep testing and doing until you can make the impact that you want to make? So the first step is to think impact first. 
The second step is to question all the small things. This is probably my favorite of the chapters and my favorite of the steps was to take the things that other people overlook and maybe make those your unique factor of your business. And maybe it's in making those tiny little steps or those tiny little tweaks, those tiny little changes to what exists already that make your business the cult status business that it can be. Third step is refine your superpower. This is understanding what makes you unique and special and magical and that you can bring to the forefront in this business you're running. Step number four is define your alter. And that's alter as in A-L-T-A-R. So thinking what it what it is, what is the, the touch point of your business, your product, your service, where people congregate is the words or the language that Tim uses. So it could be something digital, it could be something physical, but where is it that people are going to gather to be part of your business? And what are the languages and rituals around that? The fifth step is drop the BS. So cutting through the noise, thinking about what it is that sets you apart in your business and connecting to your audience with what they actually want to hear from you. Not all the stuff that gets in the way and that we think we have to do in order to run a business. Step number six is to lead from the middle. No longer do we lead from the front and be like, right, come on, follow me. That is just not the way of doing things anymore. We need to lead from the middle and have the community around us and be guided by those people who you have surrounded yourself with and that community that you've built by empowering that community. And then the final step, step number seven, is to strap yourself in. And this is providing yourself or giving yourself the tools and the connections and the people around you in order to be resilient during the ups and downs, because this is going to be a roller coaster. So you need to strap yourself in and make sure you've got the systems and support structures around you to make the most of it. So those are the seven steps again. Number one was think impact first. Number two was question all the small things, which you will absolutely have Blink-182 in your head every time you read that. Number three is to refine your superpower. Number four is define your altar. Number five is to drop the BS. Six is lead from the middle. And seven is strap yourself in. So that's big idea number one and refine and define the seven steps to cult status. Big idea number two is be an entrepreneur. In the chapter about questioning the small things is this idea called entrepreneurship. So it's entrepreneurship, but with a UN at the beginning, like it's undoing that. Or an entrepreneur ultimately who's undoing the old ways of thinking. Some of these ideas or old ways of thinking might include things like purpose being as important as profit and not having money as being the main goal necessarily and using that to drive your decisions. Another idea might be around the the importance of community and building a community that increases and allows more and more positive impact. Another idea that might get moved away and put in the bin maybe from the old times is bigger is always better. Maybe that's not the case. And then leading from the front, not necessarily something we have to do anymore. And actually, we can often do more and go further and do things better if we're not the ones at the front kind of dragging people behind us. This term of entrepreneurship was born out of a conversation that Tim had when running an unconference. And he was wondering aloud with a friend what this new generation of business owners could and would be called. These are the ones redefining the old ways and putting those greasy salesman ideas of entrepreneurship or the kind of tech bro idea of entrepreneurship firmly in the bin. That term, certainly not one that I identify with, even though I run my own business. That word of entrepreneur does make me have a little bit of sick in my mouth. So the ideas that Tim is sharing here that they those ones resonate like this is the these are the bits that resonate certainly for me personally I know a few other people that I work with or do things with as well like that term it's just so loaded with all these connotations which aren't particularly positive there's a great quote in the book that says there is a growing cohort of people who genuinely believe that business can be used as a force for good in the world and just want to make things build communities and do some good for the people around them without all of the bullshit sorry kids if you're listening 
So that's big idea number two, be an entrepreneur. Finally, big idea number three is know your enemy. Now, quick behind the scenes, this third big idea I was going to include was kind of torn between the idea of making sure you're surrounding yourself with people. And there was loads of stories in the book of people who have started businesses with co-founders, with friends, with family members, all different contexts and things, and how important those connections were to the business's growth and success and the decisions they made. But at the same time, I was like, yeah, this isn't the only book that talks about that. That's not unique to this one. So instead, I picked out this other idea, which is is really flow. It's it's in the section of the book around defining your altar but really it flows in many many parts of the book as well is this idea of knowing your enemy whilst it's in this section like I said it it flows throughout the books because you need to know that you kind of need to know what you don't want to be and sometimes that's just as important of understanding what you do want to be and sometimes even more important your enemy in inverted commas might be a social situation for example the idea that or the insight that was the reason for SheCab coming into fruition, which is the unsafe public transport options for Pakistani women in Pakistan to get to, to safely get to and from work, which meant that they often weren't joining the workforce because of those options. So SheCab was started to offset and to fight against that particular enemy. Or the enemy could be the tech that is not very accessible from a pricing and from a complexity perspective and that isn't democratized, which was the idea or the insight that was that was behind Canva. Or it could be more of an environmental or a global situation like the pollution of the of the waters, which was the inspiration behind the the community movement of Take Three for the Sea. Whatever it is, though, and there's many, many other examples in the book of this, whatever it is, knowing what you are not or who you don't want to be is important because you then get to move away from that. You get to then look at those things that exist around those particular businesses or those particular ideas or that situation that exists in the world. And you can then pull it apart and start thinking about what are those intersections of things I do want to be? Where are the insights that move us away from that? And started to use that to move you away from the pack and into ultimately cult status. And sometimes it's actually the tiny things. So coming back to this idea of looking at the small things, sometimes it's the tiny things you don't want. Sometimes it's that your business is is a fairly similar one to others. But the thing that makes you special and gives you that cult status is the the comms or the marketing you have or the, the brand personality. And I think something like who gives a crap? Like, yes, they're unique because of the way that they build toilets in other countries as a result of the sales of their toilet paper, but also just the whole thing that they do around their branding is also the thing that gives them the cult status that makes this story much more compelling because of the way they're telling it because of the personality around it as well so that's big idea number three know your enemy so we go three big ideas from the book cult status by tim duggan big idea number one refine and define the seven steps to cult status big idea number two be an entrepreneur and big idea number three know your enemy I really enjoyed this book. It's a fun, quick read and keeps you going. It's well written as you would expect from Tim's work. And the other thing I liked about it, as usual, I talk about this a lot, is it's full of Australian ideas and Australian businesses. There's some international ones as well, of course, but there's loads and loads of Australian examples in here. The backstories of some of the brands and businesses that you probably know and like and love, but have not maybe heard the backstory of before or what the origins were or where it started versus where it ended up. So definitely recommend reading it if you're into that kind of thing 
And also, personally, I just found it quite inspiring. So you're like, oh, yes, this is how you can raise the bar. This is how you can go that little bit further, push that little bit harder into these things that really do differentiate you from the pack in what can be, you know, kind of a bit of a sea of sameness or blandness in some industries, if not all industries, as an element of meh happening in in most of them so if this gives you the inspiration or a couple of ideas to take away it's super practical that you can go oh actually okay yeah that's how I can bring that to life and each section has got a little IRL a little in real life section at the end of it which gives you the the exercises the thought provokers the questions the activities to work through in order to bring this to life for your own business which is super helpful and some of those I have pulled out to do myself so again three big ideas from the book cult status if you have read this one I'd love to hear from you drop me a note as usual the best places to get hold of me are LinkedIn you can find me just Steph Clark on there Clark has an e on the end and or on Instagram at Steph's Biz Bookshelf pop over there say hi and if you haven't already signed up for the bookmark newsletter please do there is a link in the show notes to do so ready for your twice monthly little drop of book recommendations and podcast recommendations in your inbox just fresh for you on a Tuesday twice a month How good does that sound? All right, that's it for me. Until next time, happy reading.